your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Flames. Today we talk about the Stanley Cup Finals matchup along with our winners and losers of the week. And the wonderful score came up with their top five con Smythe candidates. I'm Jess Belmosto alongside Sean Lavery. Please be sure to subscribe and follow Locked On Flames for free wherever you get your podcasts. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. Hello, Sean. How are we on this fine Friday? We're doing good, Jess. Uh, can't believe we're already at the cup final. These playoffs really have flown by. Yeah. Uh, and they start tomorrow on Saturday already. So no time wasted at all. No, that's like, that's the one positive about the bubble is that nothing is really getting drawn out with travel and anything like that. Right. Which I like. I think that it's just kind of like, all right, let's go. But I'm sure that this is going to be a little bit, um, you know, hard on the lightning, especially because they're going. I think the game started 45 hours after they had won. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's a a good thing and a bad thing. Like, it's good that you just want to keep playing and keep going. But Mm -hmm. um, when you're playing against a team like Dallas, who's kind of been sitting around for a bit, um, it could be definitely a bad thing as well. But if there's one team who I don't really have any sympathy for, it's the Lightning, just because they're so good. Like, they can can really (laughs) handle uh, anything at this point. Um, before we get into, I guess, the cup final, did you catch a glimpse of that overtime winning goal that the Lightning scored to advance? I did. Is that like one of the most heartbreaking goals yeah. you've ever seen if you're if you're watching it from an Islanders perspective? Um, like yeah. the way it went in off oh. the post, off uh, Varlamov's foot, and then in the net, like... It almost had it was some hard to watch. It was it was hard to watch. For me, it had some Patrick Kane vibes of mm-hmm. Kane's cup winning goal where um who was it, Sorelli that put it in? Um yep. he was kind of poking his head around the net, like, where's the puck? I want to see the puck. Is it in the net? And then he finally saw the puck inside of the net. Um and obviously started to celebrate <laughs> immensely. So I just I saw that goal and I watched it with no sound because I was at a restaurant and it was just heartbreaking for, for me to to watch it viewing it from an Islanders perspective. Yeah, no, I was at home and um, I was watching it and I was just like, Oh my God, please. Like, I don't, I don't want the lightning to win. And then especially to win in overtime, I just feel is just pure lightning fashion. So I was like, okay. And then it happened and I was like, Oh, come on. But at least we now have, uh, a Stanley Cup final to pre- preview. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't know if it's me trying to just be make something positive that's not really all that positive because Dallas and and Tampa is not probably the most exciting matchup. But I think it's it has a lot more potential um, than I really want to give it because Dallas has been a team that's played against some really good teams in Colorado and Vegas and has beaten them obviously. Um, but, you know, Colorado and Vegas, they they have similar roster construction to Tampa Bay where they're super skilled offensive rosters. And obviously Dallas has had a perfectly good time managing against those yeah. super skilled rosters. So, like, I follow a bunch of analytics people on Twitter. Um, and one thing that's great about following those types of people is they'll tweet out, like, game 
previews and series pre series previews where they literally just give fifty six percent chance of winning, Ooh. or this team has a sixty uh, percent chance of winning, right? So, and then the same thing applies to series. Um, and so in this series, the Cup final, it's a lot of like seventy percent Tampa. Oh, overwhelming Tampa. Um, so there's numbers and math that is, that's behind that number, but I'm not sure if if I quite think it's that high, right? I think Dallas is going to be um, a pretty good test for Tampa Bay. Definitely, and I think that it definitely like on paper and with math and everything, like yes, of course, like trust the numbers. But I just, I don't know. I think that there is something that you don't want to underestimate about Dallas. And I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, like they're going to win in five or they're going to sweep Tampa. But, you know, I just, I wouldn't underestimate them. No, definitely. Long been a defensive team and um, they kind of have everything clicking at the right time with with Anton Kudobin obviously um, being just, He's their goalie at this point. Like if, if we see Ben Bishop, um, that's concerning for Dallas. But um, they have their goalie. Meryl Heiskanen has been fantastic. And their whole defensive group has really been fantastic. And then now you're going to have someone like Jamie Ben, who is probably the most motivated player in this series on the offensive side of things for Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably wants to win the cup the most, I think, out of any player in this series. So, um, you know, Dallas has stuff working for them. There's, there's definitely things I think that is um, positive from a star's perspective, but um, I think between Colorado, Vegas, and Tampa Bay going up against the lightning is probably going to be the hardest thing they've had to do to this point. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it because I feel like they have that fight in them. And, you know, obviously like we're both on the anybody but Tampa train, but I can get behind Dallas. Obviously. I think that, like you said, they have all the right pieces, and I just want to see some more of that uh, that Dobie action, some more uh, gifable and memeable moments. I'm not particularly um, biased as to who wins this series. <laughs> it can be Tampa. It can be Dallas. My only request is that Kadobin wins the Conn Smythe, even if they lose. Yep. Give Kadobin the Conn Smythe. Let us have that moment of him having to take a photo with Bettman um, holding that trophy. Um, and then go from there. It'd obviously be hilarious to see him win the cup. Um, that celebration would be amazing. But um, if Tampa wins the cup, that's fine. Just give Kadovin the Cod Smythe for me. That's my only request. And uh, coming up next, Jess, we actually are going to get into um, a little list that the score put out. They put out their top five Cod Smythe candidates. Um, we'll kind of we'll obviously go through the list and then give who we think of that top five is is most likely to win. Uh, you are listening to Locked On Flames. But before we get to the Con Smythe, um, I want to talk about erectile dysfunction. I know it's an exciting topic, not necessarily <laughs> the easiest topic to talk about, especially for um, guys. Just, I don't know about the guys in your life, but if, if you're telling, um, you know, anyone and any of the guys in your life, hey, like, go to the hospital, get that checked out. Yep. What is their common reaction? It's fine. I'll wait. And, you know, I get it. Putting things off is something I'm uh, I'm guilty of, but I think that it's a lot easier to handle things with Roman. Right. And especially with a topic like erectile dysfunction where, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure most guys aren't really comfortable bringing that up with their 
their significant others or or family members like that. But with Roman, um, it is super easy to talk about it. And you're talking to a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It is safe, it is simple, and it is totally discreet. You can get a free online evaluation with Roman and ongoing care for your ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home, uh, just right on your laptop. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with their amazing free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. And getting started is also simple as well. Just go to getroman.com slash lockdownNHL and complete your online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there is Roman. Complete your online visit today and connect with a real healthcare professional to take care of it. So just go to getroman.com slash lockdownNHL. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of an ED treatment. That is getroman.com slash lockdownNHL, getroman.com slash lockdownNHL. Just when you're waiting for a package to arrive, like maybe your Roman package with their great free two-day shipping, um, obviously you're you're just kind of sitting around waiting, right? And I don't know about you, but when I'm sitting around and waiting, uh, and maybe you're a little nervous or something like that, my favorite thing to do is eat. That is how I kill time. Uh, Oh, yes. The least healthy way to say I kill time is eating, Um, but, you know, it's, it's the truth, so... Uh, don't ignore it. And a great way to kind of itch that hunger is with DoorDash because while you're sitting around waiting for Roman, you can also sit around and wait for your DoorDash delivery to come as well. Um, DoorDash has so many great options uh, with Chinese pizza, maybe some frozen yogurt. Um, Today is Friday. Friday is a great day to order in. We used to always have uh, pizza Fridays in our family when we were younger, so we'd order pizza every Friday. Jess, do you have a go-to Friday order on DoorDash? Um, well, growing up, it used to be Pizza Friday, so um, I would probably order pizza, or lately I've been craving some good Chinese food, so I think I could potentially order some Chinese food. You could definitely order both as well, Yeah, um, yes. because Chinese food it makes the <laughs> best leftovers. Actually, pizza and Chinese, they're both very good leftover uh, foods. There's, there's some foods that just aren't very good leftover at all, um, but Pizza and Chinese are very versatile foods, and both are available on DoorDash. DoorDash has over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia. So you can support those, you know, big national pizza chains that we all like and love, um, or, you know, choose from your local go-tos in your community. Uh, And obviously supporting those community restaurants is uh, vital right now with uh, COVID and everything going on. It's it's hard for them to offer dine-in service. Um, But with DoorDash, uh, it's safe for everyone. It's safe for the delivery driver with their great contactless delivery system. And then obviously great for you, the customer, as well. So right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL, which is all one word. Don't forget that is code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow Sean and I on Twitter. I'm at Jessica Belmosto, and Sean is at Sean underscore Lavery. So, and you know, this is the list from the score, but we often talk about um, lists on this podcast, whether we create them or find them elsewhere. It's fun to criticize other people's lists because <laughs> yes. creating your list takes a little bit of work. You have to think um, rather than just reading someone else's and then screaming about it. So um, 
today we have a lovely opportunity to, I don't think it's hard to criticize a top five cons my candidate list. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, there's, there's really nothing wrong with this list at all. Um, so the scores top five Conn Smythe candidates. Their fifth most likely um, person to win the Conn Smythe is Miro Heiskanen of the Stars. Uh, number four is Nikita Kucherov of the Lightning. Number three is Anton Kudobin of the Stars. And then Braden Point and Victor Hedman um, round out the list. Jess, I think my question for you, if, if, if I tell you the Dallas Stars are going to win the Cup, who do you think, like, do you think it has to be Kudobin that wins the Conn Smythe for Dallas to win the Cup? I would say so. I think that that is a pretty fair um, assessment. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but I think that that's only fair because, you know, he was, um, you know, the backup goalie. And then Ben Bishop was unfit to play, and he stepped it up, and he has been absolutely phenomenal. I I definitely like the fact that Heiskanen's on this list. He, yeah. He's been fantastic all playoffs. Um, but I think, too, like when I when I say Dallas is going to win the Cup, you know, going back to Jamie Benn, I just wonder if Dallas were to win the Cup, how much I think Jamie Benn's going to have to be a, a huge factor in that decision, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if, if Dallas does win the Cup, I think Jamie Benn's going to work his way um, – Maybe not onto this top five list, but at least onto the the top three stars list. If if Dallas had their own Smythe candidate list, um, I think Jamie Ben would definitely have to get some consideration um, there for sure. So um, if, if Dallas wins the cup, you know we obviously think Dobin has the has the highest chance, I guess, of winning the Smythe. Um, but there are plenty of options on the Dallas side of things. When it comes to the Lightning side of things, there's even more options. Um, at this point, Jess, how do you think it's going to play out for if the Lightning win the Cup, who's going to win the Conn Smythe? Do you think it's just going to be another point total um, addition where if whoever has the most points for the Lightning in these in these Cup finals wins the Conn Smythe? Or, or do you kind of have a clear front runner in your mind if Dallas were to win the Cup? Or sorry, Tampa were to win the Cup? I don't have a clear front runner, honestly. Like, I, I don't know. I would probably put uh, the, the three names in a hat and – pull one out because they're just I just I I can't sit here and make a stronger case for one over the others because they've all been so fantastic and it you know like you said it'll probably come down to this final performance who has the most points and things like that right yeah I like like going back to the scores list having Victor Hedman at number one you know makes a lot of sense he's been so Mm -hmm. good as a defenseman in these playoffs, but he also has nine goals. Um, and like I said, we haven't even started the cup final, right? So nine goals as a defenseman at this point in the playoffs is, is definitely outstanding. You know, I think if Hedman scores one, one or two more goals in these cup finals and, you know, continues to be himself as the lightning number one defenseman and just being a, an amazing um, blue liner, you know, I think it's, I don't want to call it Hedman's trophy to lose at this point, but um, I guess what I'm saying is, is Hedman, he doesn't have to, you know, go next level to win the Conn Smythe. I think he just has to continue um, to be himself, and and then he's very capable of winning it at that point. Um, now, if someone like Kucherov or Point or any of the Lightning um, superstar forwards go out on this crazy goal scoring run or point total run in the Cup final, you know, it's it's hard to ignore that. Um, and like you said, it'd be it'd be very easy just to pick a name out of a hat from a Lightning perspective and uh, and give it to them. Um, do you think there's any chance we get like a random 
Conn Smythe winner, uh, maybe a third liner who is just, you know, maybe has a couple hat tricks or, or, or is just being um, an unbelievable contributor. Do you think there's any chance of that? Or, or are you leaning more towards the big names, regardless of, of what team in this series? I am leaning more towards one of the big names just because I think that, you know, everybody on this list has been such a fantastic contributor all playoffs long. And, um, you know, I'm sure that that will carry over. And it, it, it would be weird for like a third liner or another depth player to come in and win, but who knows? Yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on your side as well. I'm leaning more towards these big names. I think I'd be well, I, I wouldn't be very surprised if it wasn't one of these names from the top five, Heiskanen Kucherov, Kadobin Point, or Hedman. Uh, because like I said, I think Jamie Benn has a good chance if Dallas wins the cup of winning the Consmyth. Um so I guess if if I make the scores top five and Deshaun's top six and just add Ben to that list, um, I guess I'd be really surprised if one of those six names um, didn't win. So um, just like you, just I guess I'm on team big name for for the Con Smythe. But uh, hopefully we get a good series. Like I, like I said, I think we will um, get a lot better of a series than maybe most people are anticipating. Um, I do not necessarily... Like if if we give series predictions here, Jess, I'm not seeing Tampa winning in four games or five games. No. At all. I, I would be shocked if it was a short series like that. Um, I'm thinking six or seven, and I'm not quite sure uh, what team I want to pick yet. Do you have by chance a prediction ready for this Cup final? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, like that's not even me trying to like jinx anything or reverse psychology. I just I genuinely don't know. And I feel like I won't have a good idea until at least the first two or three games are played. Yeah, it's it's a it's we're not quite sure how this series is going to go, right? Like, what are we going to see from Dallas against Tampa Bay? Is it going to be more the mm-hmm. same against uh, like what we've seen how they've handled Vegas and Colorado? So, um, you know, if you're Tampa, you know, I wouldn't be or sorry, not Tampa. If you're Dallas, would you be intimidated by the Lightning at all, Jess, or would you kind of say? hey, we just beat Colorado and Vegas. Like, they're in the same ballpark as Tampa Bay, so we should have no problem at all going into this cup final. Um, or would you kind of be thinking, like, you know, the Lightning are at a, at a whole nother level compared to what we've seen so far at these playoffs? I would probably have to say that, um, you know, kind of in the same mindset of, you know, we just beat two top-tier caliber teams, um, and we were able to obviously hold them off and win. So kind of just going into it with that same mentality and not psych yourself out. Yeah, it'll be it'll be the good one for sure. Um, so the cup final, like we said, starts tomorrow. Uh, it is coming already. Like it's it's so quick. I was surprised they were they chose a Saturday start date so quickly. But uh, I guess we can't complain about hockey still being around. So yeah. uh, <laughs> cup final starts on Saturday. Uh, but coming up next here on Locked On Flames, um, it is Friday, so we have to hand out our winners and losers of the week. But first, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is changing the game when it comes to the protein bar. And, you know, protein bars have been around for a long time and available for a long time. But they also haven't been very delicious. And they have, you know, kind of a strange texture. It's similar to, to sawdust. Uh, and that, the Built Bar, sorry, the protein bar 
has long been overdue for an overhaul, and that is where Built Bar comes into play. Uh, Built Bar is a protein bar covered in 100% delicious chocolate, and the bars are also soft and easy to choose, uh, to choose so you don't have that weird kind of protein bar texture and taste problem, uh, because the Built Bar, it tastes like a chocolate bar, but it has all the uh, traditional uh, nutritional health benefits that you know an average protein bar can't provide for you. So uh, 18 amazing flavors to choose from when it comes to Built Bar, so you should have no problem at all finding one that works for you. There's obviously the 12 original flavors that everyone knows, uh, double chocolate, salted caramel, mint brownie, just to name a few. But now they've added six new flavors to get to that grand total of 18. And some of those six new flavors include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, uh, lemon almond cheesecake, and carrot cake. So like I said, tons of flavors to choose from, so you should have no problem at all finding one that you like. The Built Bar is great, and for the health-conscious person, it helps you lose or maintain your weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And the bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, and they'll mix in well with a keto diet as well. Uh, if you are the type of uh, person who's on a diet and you're really tracking the numbers, of what kind of what you're eating and what you're ingesting. Um, let's take a look at the coconut almond built bar, for example. Uh, you're getting 18 grams of protein, just 180 calories, and five grams of sugar, and then also five grams of net carbs. So um, the great thing about built bar is it's nutritional, but also so delicious. Uh, it truly does taste like a chocolate bar. And while the supplies last, when you go to builtbar.com, you'll also get a free cooler with your purchase. So go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, sorry, that is code LOCKEDON, all one word, for $10 off at builtbar.com. And this is not just a one-time offer. You can use the promo code LOCKEDON at builtbar.com for $10 off multiple times. As long as this promo uh, is active, you can keep using that promo code for multiple orders. Like I said, not just a one-time offer. So go to builtbar.com, use that promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, and you'll get $10 off. Lockdown Flames with Jess Belmosto and Sean Lavery continues. Don't forget to follow our show's Twitter feed at LO underscore Flames. Winners and losers of the week is such a nice way to wrap up the week, I feel like. It's just a nice little, like, here's your pat on the back and try better next week. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like we, we could do just losers of the week and, yeah. and be negative, but... Uh, you know, it's nice to balance it out and you have to give some love to, to someone because there's always at least one person who's doing well, um, who's had a good week and, and deserves some credit, Jess. So um, do you want, want to start us off on that positive note and start us off with your winner of the week? Yeah. So uh, I guess it's more of a congratulations, but um, Sean Monahan and Johnny Gaudreau uh, proposed to their girlfriends and it appeared to be happening on the same day, obviously in different locations, but I feel like they probably orchestrated that. So congratulations. Um, all the love. That's weird. I thought, like <laughs> co coordinating your, your proposals with your, I guess. Your best friend. Yeah. If you want to call it your best friend, like what's the benefit to that? Like what, what do Johnny and Sean, Sean gain from uh, <laughs> proposing on the same day to their girlfriends? Like It's right? kind of one of these things where it's like, you know, that's obviously one of their, their biggest moments of their lives so far uh, is, is getting engaged. But I'm not sure about the move of, of doing it on the same day. And, I, you know, I don't know what there is to really gain there other than, yeah, you know, maybe if, if they were in the same city, like having a big party and celebration that night. But 
anyways, like it's obviously fantastic news for them, but the, the whole doing it on the same day, uh, it's kind of confusing to me. Like if one of my best friends said, Hey, do you want to like pop the question on the same day? Yeah. I would be like, well, no, no. Like, no, because then I feel like it becomes like this war, like, Oh, whose ring is better. Whose engagement party is better. Um, who's spending the most money on a wedding and things like that. And it's just, I, I don't know. I don't like that, that rivalry. I wonder if it was just a honest coincidence. I hope that, so. And how weird would that be? Like that would, that would be almost more weird than having your friend ask, yeah. Hey, do you want to do it on the same day? It's just, Oh man, like we, we did this on the same day. Like, oh God. Now do we have to get married <laughs> on the same day? That actually, I bet you the flames, like the flames players, like, I don't know, pick anyone like Michael Backlund or, or Matthew Kachuk. They're saying, Hey guys, you had, you had your proposals on the same day. Now let's have your weddings on the same day and at the same location yeah. so that I don't have to travel to two different places to watch two different weddings. Exactly. Um, because these hockey players, they go through a lot of weddings in the off season. So oh. they could just get two done at one time and, and yep. you know, have a little two for one special. Um, they'd be all over that. So we'll have to <laughs> see. Maybe the pressure will be on in the Flames locker room to, yes. to get this going. Um, my winner of the week, I'm going to go with Steven Stamkos. I don't think he has proposed to anyone this week, but um, for him, he's he's obviously been not playing and not seeing a lot of action in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, so for him to still be in the bubble, uh, I saw someone tweet that, you know, that would obviously be a hard thing to do. It's hard to be in the bubble playing and being active as it is, but um, to be there and, and cooped up in a hotel room and not getting the satisfaction of being out on the ice and contributing and playing, um, would be all the more hard. So um, shout out to Steven, or sorry, a winner of the week to Steven Stamkos because um, <laughs> he's been enduring uh, the bubble life and he's, he's getting rewarded for it with his team going to the cup final. Um, and, you know, it's just someone, he's he's had a lot of injuries and I feel bad for him, but um, now his team's in the cup final. I don't think we're going to see him play in the cup final necessarily, but, um, you know, this is a lot better outcome than, you know, what could have been where it could have been a loss in the Eastern Conference final and then, we'd be sitting here wondering, well, what if the Lightning had Stamkos in their lineup, yep. blah, 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 blah. So uh, a winner of the week to Steven Stamkos for enduring the bubble life. Yes. And who's your loser of the week? My loser of the week is going to be sports television executives because Ooh. if you ever ask a, a television executive if they if they care about a result, um, you know, they might say, no, like we're just broadcasters. We just put the game on TV. We don't really care what happens. Um, I think that would be a complete lie because they have a lot of money, um, you know, tied into all these results. And if, if it's, uh, so for example, in the NBA, there's no Lakers and Clippers Western conference final, like mm-hmm. we were all predicting. And if that series happened, the amount of money that would have been, um, put into advertisement on that series would have been ridiculous. And these TV uh, stations would have made a lot of money. Um, so they lost out on that in the NBA. And then even in the NHL, like a, a Dallas Tampa cup final is not going to generate a lot of, you know, income that, you know, a different series would have, um, po- possibly generated, like maybe Tampa Vegas would have, would have generated more, but, you know, even having Vancouver make it farther, that would have been, especially in Canada, um, you know, all the more um, lucrative uh, of, a, of a result. So uh, these television executives in the NBA and the NHL, um, they're kind of losing money just with all the randomness of the results in the bubble right now. So um, they are my loser of the week because this week has been a particularly um, bad result week for them, um, financially speaking. How about your uh, loser of the week, Jess? Uh, I have the Celtics because they have lost two straight in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
And in both games, they had a double-digit point lead. So it's just kind of like, you know, you had it. You just didn't keep your foot on the gas. Did you hear about Marcus Smart losing his mind in the Celtics locker room where reporters are like standing outside this locker room and (laughs) can hear this guy screaming at either someone or his or his whole team like my god i kind of i kind of want a, a cup final version of that where we get right? i don't know who like victor hedman he's a ginormous human if he starts screaming at you i would definitely pay attention but um <laughs> marcus smart was losing his mind you're right yeah that and i guess they heard like some clanking going on so maybe it was some chairs being tossed or something oh, but no. <laughs> that would be interesting that's a definite uh, worthy loser uh, of the week candidate for sure at that yeah. point. So um, do you want to give a shout out to as well to, to wrap out the week? Yes, my mom. Uh, shout out to her for kicking COVID's butt. And she is just doing a wonderful job. And congrats and big hugs to you, mom, if you're listening. That is a definite worthy shout out candidate for sure um fantastic news to hear that uh, everything is going well so yes. um that is a great shout out i can't i don't think i have one that could even come close to beating that <laughs> so um i think i think we should just uh I'll leave it there um <laughs> one quick little note i, I think i'm going to be out for the entirety of next week uh, when it comes to uh hosting locked on flames jess so um best of luck to you and, and if Thank you, you. Need any help feel free to reach out but uh uh, I have a lot going on right now, so I uh, just need to shift my focus uh, elsewhere momentarily. Uh, but hopefully I'll be back uh, as soon uh, as possible. Um, I guess next week, Jess, it's pretty simple for you, right? Like it's yeah. uh, Family Cup reaction because we're going to have a game to react to already. Yeah, which will be kind of nice. Get, keep giving us the content. But uh, best of luck with you, Sean, and I hope that everything goes smoothly over in your side of th- the world oh yeah it'll all go well well it'll all go well so uh in the meantime you can follow us on twitter at jessica Bomasto and at sean underscore lavery and be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode of locked on flames as soon as it's available each day and of course don't forget to subscribe and listen to locked on stars and locked on lightning um, both those podcasts have been active all playoffs long producing great content and then obviously now in the cup final the the, the content's even going to be that much better and coming that much faster. So uh, you're going to want to subscribe to those feeds so you don't miss a second of the reaction and the action when it comes to this Stanley Cup final. So uh, Jess, thanks for today, and we'll chat soon. Thank you. See you soon.